Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Dave, it's me, Dave. I know you want to shimmy in the sun with all your friends, but right now, (laughs) seriously, don't. Hang out from home where pants are optional. You can do it for America. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. It's Pastoral Down. You straight punk bitch! I mean, you're just gonna replace me. Shut up! Randy Morales. The biggest slut in the Western Hemisphere! Why do I have to have a buzzer? You are now and will forever be an asshole. Because it's my show. You guys know how to party. You're welcome. It is a beautiful Tuesday evening, Tuesday, May the 5th, Cinco de Mayo, Revenge of the 5th. We'll talk about that later during the three-minute warning. It's time for another edition of Chair Shot Radio. Chair Shot Radio is a part of the Chair Shot Radio Network, which you can hear at thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your Head. As you heard in the opening for your hardest hitting wrestling news, reviews, opinions, analysis, podcasts, and so much more, head on over to thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. My name is Greg DeMarco. You can find me on your social media at ChairShotGreg. You can also find the website at thechairshot.com on all of your forms of social media. That's the Facebook, the Instagram, and the Twitter. You can even email me if you really want to, Greg DeMarco at thechairshot.com, or head on over to thechairshot.com forward slash Greg DeMarco. Get all the links you could possibly want. For me, that's the uh, that's the place to do it. So let's just jump right into things here. We don't just do this because we got. Here's the thing: we got money in the bank this weekend, right? 
So, of course, we're going to talk about money in the bank. Nope, we're not going to talk about money in the bank. We got so many random topics to talk about. We don't even talk about money in the bank. It doesn't have fans. It's different. It's weird. Whatever. We'll get back to that kind of stuff later. Tonight's show is going to be so much fun. I can just feel it. But first, we got to bring in the wrestling realist himself, Patrick O'Dowd, at W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. There's no I in wrestling. But there is one in Realist, and there is one in Patrick for the wrestling realist, Patrick O'Dowd. F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S. F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S. Take the fish. Oh, welcome back to Take the Fish. Yeah. Take the fish. I went soundbite fishing over the weekend. You just made the and yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad I was able to make it for the return of the soundbites. I just finished recording Bandwagon Nerds like five minutes ago. Yeah, I know. If if you're listening, if, if you listen to Bandwagon Nerds before you listen to this show, that means it's currently May nineteenth, and um, <laughs> which is three days after Patrick's I'm, birthday. I I so. am so sorry. If it, oh man, it doesn't matter. No, no one got to hour four. Like, there's just no way. It's, it's well, I feel bad for you guys. Allegedly, it got edited down to to where hour four didn't. We didn't get to hour four. We got to hour three and a half. I mean, listen. Uh, I don't. I don't have that we, much time. We gro- gro- grossly overestimated our ability to wrap up the video you game did. project in one episode. You sure did. It was a good time, though. You underestimated your ability. You, Dave, Tony, DPP, and another guy who underestimated his ability. Dean Fucking Ambrose. Not really. I just wanted to play the soundbite because I got it, and I'm excited about it. By the way. It's not just Patrick O'Dowd here with us this week. No, you guys know better than that. You know that it doesn't work that way, that it's not just Patrick O'Dowd and Greg DeMarco. No, it's also the queen of soft style at the hashtag Miranda, that there is an I in Miranda on Facebook and Instagram. No Twitter because she's a Twitterless heroine. We're going to answer to the stars. Lots of other nicknames. Miranda Morales. Got time for that. Oh, yes. I like the new clip. I got a Titus O'Neil soundbite. Titus blocks me on Twitter, but I got a Titus O'Neil soundbite. Whoever I, said you were spiteful, you know, just doesn't know you. It depends. Depends on the situation. That's true. I mean, we, yes. did, we did have a Taylor Hendricks game for a while on this show. And... We did. <laughs> you know what was funny, too? You let's, know what we used to do? Here. Titus O'Neil, though, there, there was no rival reason to Titus O'Neil. Of course not. Like, that just happened one. There's no like Titus O'Neil and Goldberg. Did make he confuse no sense you whatsoever. with another Greg DeMarco who's also an asshole? Because I feel like the odds of that happening is pretty slim. I mean, just the name is pretty asshole-ish. You know, I don't have... It is. It, it very much is. And I'm on board with that. I don't have a Taylor Hendricks soundbite, but I do have this. It's removal time. It's time to get off. Brings a smile to my face. It's all the hits. I'm playing the hits this week on Chair Shot Radio. Feels like it should be. Yeah, it is the greatest. greatest. You're right about that, Miranda. That's the, one of the rightest things you've ever said. And that's saying a lot. Last week, Patrick Dowd, Miranda Morales had the greatest opening to the hashtag Miranda show in history. And I screwed it up. It was amazing. And he. On purpose. I did. Well, I didn't know that it was going to be the greatest opening. No, I know. When when I continuously fail, you just kind of expect failure. You expect well, there's more to it. And when I finally come through with something good, I I tend to not play the chair shot soundbite when you need it. And so I went into to the last Tuesday night's recording. I said I'm going to play it early this time. And of course, I played it early and interrupted too early. the, The greatest opening that that. Yeah, so the bigger question: had. Was there really three hours of bandwagon nerds? Like I know. Oh, yeah. uh, no, 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 no. Three and a half. I think three hours and thirty-seven minutes is what Dave edited it down to when all was said and done. And that's edited down. Yeah, because there was some horrible connection issues because we were on for four hours. 
So I talked about this to to Greg when uh, when this all happened. Even, like, even the internet guys, didn't like, want hey, you to hey. keep going. Like, even the internet was done with with the recording of the show. Right. And like like, uh, did you see the rundown? I, do we really need to talk about this? Yeah, we do. Um, no, no, we don't. In fact, we're not going to. You know why? You know why we're not going to? Because there's a little thing that, that you guys have at your disposal. If you really want to talk about something, you have the ability to. And we haven't talked about it recently. And I also can't find the damn thing. So I'm trying to find it right now while I talk about it. Because, again, well, everything look, got moved I can continue yeah. to talk about bandwagon nerds. And we don't have to use it because you're awesome. looking for a soundbite. <laughs> oh, you found that one. No problem. You got that on a hotkey. So you guys have your Danger Zone card. Patrick and Miranda each have a Danger Zone card where if I don't want to let them talk about something, they can play their Danger Zone card, and then I have to let them talk about it. The only rule is when you use it, you can't use it again the following week, but then it resets after that. So if you really want to talk about this, Patrick, you have a Danger Zone card at your disposal. Just know if Chris Benoit comes up later, you can't talk about it. Really, Chris Benoit. If, if Phil if Phil pisses you off again, you yeah. can't talk about that either. To be fair, no, no. what are the odds that Chris Benoit gets brought up? I'm just saying. Pretty low. Pretty low. That's true. Eh, I'm I'm good. I'm okay. May, I mean, if Miranda wants to use her, like <laughs> that's her call. Nope. See, uh, so you could you could just send it to me in message. There you go. It's gonna be an awful lot to type. Basically, it was a long show. Really long show. Here's what happened last week on the Hashtag Miranda Show. Once it loads. Yes, Patrick, we're doing this instead of that. Use your head. I I was hoping the delay would be long enough that I could get more of the story in. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show. I am the Twitterless heroine, the hashtag queen of soft style, and your host, Miranda Morales. Welcome. I am very excited. Always use your head. That was so good. Why'd you put it? That's why. It was really good, actually. It was really, really good. Damn it. It was perfect. Oh, here's yes. Greg, everyone. This motherfucker. Mandy. <laughs> that was good stuff. That was good stuff. All right, you know what, Patrick? Give the short version. Well, I mean, this, the show went three and a half hours long. We know I that part. With, I got in trouble with the Mrs. O'Dowd. Lost track of time, like, literally, until I got a text that was like, are you guys done yet? That was when I was like, oh, shit, we've been going four hours. Almost four hours. I guess we should wrap this up. Yep. And then we didn't wrap up. Nope. <laughs> like, texted, texted the boss. It was like, we should be done in like 10 minutes. <laughs> 40 minutes later. Yeah, it doesn't work. Famous <laughs> last over. words. We should be done in 10 minutes. Oh, it's never good. It's never good at all. But it's also good. This is such good shit. It's amazing. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's so much to do, so much to talk about, so much fun stuff this week. I tell you, we'll, we'll, we'll wait on some commercials. We'll, we'll jump right in here. I don't know if I have a really good. I don't, I don't really have a, a theme song for this person at all. Um, so maybe I'll wait on the theme song. I, I planned out so much stuff this week, and I got so many, so many new things, but I didn't get like theme songs, and 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 so yeah. yeah so we'll just. I'll play this one. number one this week the lead story the man is going to the movies reported all over the place um but we're going to talk about the report by screen rant as batista followed the path of hollywood megastar dwayne the rock johnson who was also a former wwe champion before turning into an action star and of course john cena who has been in the hollywood limelight due to roles in f9 and dc's a suicide squad now, some of the WWE's current crop of talent have been making the crossover. As Roman Reigns was seen in Hobbs and Shaw, and The Big Show now has his own Netflix show called The Big Show Show. However, Raw Women's Champion, the man Becky Lynch, has been making big strides recently with an announcement that she'll be appearing in the season premiere 
of season five of Showtime's Billions, and now a rumor has surfaced that she is set to appear in a Marvel movie. The Becky Lynch is, is is becoming a big star. Now, this is I maybe even next week I want to do a whole like episode on Becky Lynch and just her career and the trajectory and and Twitter and how literally you know, we'll talk about Zack Ryder later, but he thinks he's self-made. <laughs> Becky Lynch thinks that's really funny. So what do you guys think of Becky Lynch now being the latest to make the foray into the movies? Miranda, you're, you're the Becky Lynch expert. Why don't you go first and talk about the man? I'm, maybe not so much an expert, but just a, a huge Becky Lynch mark. I'm excited for her. I think that it's time for her to take this next step if she feels like it's the right progression in her career. And she's already tackled a lot within the WWE um, with main eventing WrestleMania, becoming, you know, women's champion, facing Rousey, becoming the face of the company, really. Um, and and her rise, it's great timing and way to leverage her popularity within the WWE. And uh, I know her background, she was a, a stunt woman for a while. So she even has that, that background uh, in a physical sense to being in the movies. And if this is something that she wants to pursue, I think it's a great step step forward for her and again for the wwe you know whatever she does it's going to be coming back tenfold in in good ways to the wwe um with bringing in a, a wider and bigger fan base and in this case i mean one you know dave batista going to the marvel universe did wonders for his career so i can only imagine the same happening for becky lynch but dave, also broadening to a, <laughs> a wider audience um especially to women, I mean, it could be bringing um, a wider fan base into the WWE. So I'm thrilled for her, um, and I think she's going to kick ass. Patrick? I color me intrigued. Uh, her trajectory is a bit faster and, um, than, than either, uh, maybe The Rock. The Rock got into acting relatively quickly, but even he was a wrestler for how long? Like five years. I mean, she's been a wrestler for a really long time. Right, right, right. But like you know, in that mainstream WWE before he kind of kicked off with with Saturday Night Live, uh, and kind of in, in terms of like how well known she's been and where where she's been on top, it's it's an interesting time to to kind of jump in there. But I, you know, it's been done before. I, you know, from a purely just sort of. I, I neutral is not the right word that I'm trying to say, but an unbiased eye. Uh, I think I'll be intrigued to see how she's cast and where, like what kind of role she's cast into. And, uh, and if it's looking to get a little more mainstream, um, uh, you know, do they see leading lady out of Becky Lynch, like in an action star action kind of role or is she going to be more like a Gina Carano kind of uh, person who is not the lead, but maybe the number two or whatever at some point, uh, you know, I think that, you know, you look at the, the rocks first major motion picture, the rocks marketed is in it to wrestling fans, but he's not in that movie. Yeah, very it's long like at CGI all. rock going, doing whatever. So yeah, there's actual rock in the first five minutes of the movie. That's true. Turns, like, right. But, and it did, I mean, it did parlay into a movie where he was the lead uh, as he as he can continue to move forward. So I'm just I'll be intrigued to see how she's cast. I'll be intrigued to see what Marvel movie she's cast for, because I think that'll fuel the speculation in, in a way that we're about to in a second anyway. So. So, yeah, I mean, I think she's got a, a ton of talent. I think she's done a great job and she's become, I think, the biggest mainstream female star in this era of the company, I mean, you could argue for, you know, the likes of China and everything else, but this is a totally different business right now. And I think that, that she's hitting the mainstream and, and I think she's got that, you know, that potential. Um, leading lady, who knows? I mean, it, it's hard to be a leading lady. I don't know how well she is at, and how masterful she is at, at dialect and changing her dialect. So that is something. Um, I also don't know the movie industry overseas in the UK where she could possibly be a huge star. There's so much potential right. out there for her in, in for her to do that. So I'm really intrigued to see to see that. And you, you kind of teased it a little bit, and I don't think I put it in the rundown, but I knew about it, and I planned Patrick for it. So Patrick O'Dowd, 
being, of course, the resident bandwagon nerd host that we have here, and, and, and the person that I always hold responsible for the show, including when it runs too long, or when I don't get files, even though he has nothing to do with those things. Right. I asked Patrick to put together for us some potential roles that Becky Lynch could play, and we're going to try to pick what role we think Becky might have. So, Patrick, how many did you prepare for us today? So I, I put down five character names that I that I think are possibilities. Okay. Uh, and, I, and I'm going to say this is a dare to dream sort of list in, in that we're assuming that Becky Lynch gets some sort of role of substance within the show, within whatever movie right. she's cast in. So one of the big rumors is, is that for the Shang-Chi movie, whenever she's going to be like a fighter out, in the tournament or whatever, that she'd be like a fighter in a karate tournament. I, I compare it to, did you see Captain America? Um, yes. Not civil war winter soldier. <laughs> Just if, did you see Captain America? Anything? Yes. Yes, I did. I love yeah. winter so, soldier. <laughs> yeah. So Captain America winter soldier has a, a can not a cameo, but a very small role for, uh, uh George St. Pierre. Right. Um, he's, he's a terrorist on a ship. There's a fight scene between him and cap. And that's like that. That's the big George St. Pierre moment. I actually speculate that that's the type of role she's being cast for. Sounds really similar to how some guy named Wayne got his start in Hollywood. Doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Except how many movie, how many movies did we see George St. Pierre in after that? Um, it doesn't matter. Patrick. Name, exactly. No, no. So I tried to do this looking at, where Marvel is going or where people are speculating it's going for phase four. And in doing so came up with three mutants, uh, which would bring us to the X-Men because the X-Men are allegedly coming into the MCU. We're not sure how or, or what that method is going to be. Uh, there is talk of alternate dimensions uh, or alternate realities after the Infinity Stone, Infinity War, and Endgame. So I have two of those characters out of the five are alternative. You know, you know what I didn't uh, plan alternate for? Alternate reality people. You know what I didn't plan for in this episode, Patrick? Me talking forever about You to show us why bandwagon nerds went four hours this week. That's what I didn't plan for. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Actually, He's just you, provided some context to, to his thing. Where this guy, you got it. The, the word some is relative here. there. All right. So. Since Greg is all whiny and wants to get through all 50 of his topics today. Make the list. I know we're not We're going to go. I want to get through some uh, of them well, at this point. Two okay, of them. All right, fair enough. So the first, the first character that I thought of, because um, I also went and was like, okay, we got to do that red hair is so distinctive. So these are all Marvel redheads uh, that, that I also put out here. And the first one is Rachel Summers, who is the daughter of Jean Grey and Cyclops from the X-Men in an alternate reality who eventually takes on the power of the Phoenix force has similar powers to her mom, um, can fight and hold her own. She's not, you know, the typical sort of stuncy thing um, in terms of, you know, she's not known as her hand to hand thing. She's more of a, a psychic powered sort of person um, who becomes insanely powerful over time in the Marvel universe. If you need time to Google an image, now would be the time to do so. Already there. All right. Second character uh, that I came up with is another mutant. And this character actually was created in a cartoon in 1981 called Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Um, and Spider-Man uh, on this Saturday morning cartoon teamed up with Iceman from the X, uh, X-Men and a made up uh, invented mutant just for the show by the name of Firestar. Now Firestar has the mutant ability to uh, he- heat microwaves in the air around her, giving her the ability to set things on fire and fly, as well as be a fighter in her own right. She became so popular on the show that she was uh, inserted into the comics and is now part of the Marvel Universe, uh, Marvel 616. Is there any similarities between DC Starfire from Teen Titans? Like a- uh, Starfire is an alien. She shoots eye beams. She's ridiculous. She's got super strength. She has flight. Her powers are a little bit different. The look is probably similar, uh, but actually, that's that's not even entirely true because uh, Starfire is generally p- portrayed as a black woman. So, a uh, little bit different, or at least in a lot of her comics, that's the look that she has. And in the current tit- show Titans, she's black. So. Firestar, however, um, but, has the uh, the distinction of pretty much wearing the same outfit as Becky Lynch in the build up to WrestleMania 35. So, there you go. Yeah. 
the other the other rumor that I saw of a character that that um, Becky Lynch could play in one of the articles I read, somebody was speculating She Hulk, and I laughed because I'm like, give me a break, She Hulk, not the right look. But then I remembered that there is again an alternate universe She Hulk by the name of Lyra L Y R A, uh, who is a green skinned She Hulk with flame and red hair who her universe is being destroyed. And, and so she goes back to earth 616 to find um, heroes to help her restore her world. That's kind of like her basic thing. And she's part of the Hulk canon. And so that would probably be CGI Becky Lynch, but kind of like the, what they did with Mark Ruffalo where they made her bigger, like they made him bigger, but it's still like his facial features. And by the time you get to the end of Hulk's run, he's talking Hulk, Hulk, uh, the original Hulk's the only one who ever really had speech problems. All the other ones have always had the ability to talk and do whatever. So um, she's much more of the like beat the shit out of everything, kick ass sort of character that, that you would you would expect. The fourth person I came up with was Cynthia Schmidt. Uh, she is a villain and that Cynthia is spelled S-I-N-T-H-E-A Schmidt. Uh, and she is a character that's relatively new, but is a villain that it, um, is the daughter of the Red Skull from the Captain America stories, and who is Red Skull realizes that he wants to keep his his bloodline going in the event that he dies, has a child, and that child is raised uh, by someone else before Cynthia shit, Schmidt shit. Cynthia Schmidt <laughs> rises uh, and becomes a villain that is an antagonist to Captain America in, you know, I think around 2012 or so is when she sort of comes on, on the scene. Then the last character that I came up with was another X-Men, uh, another redhead uh, by the name of Wolfsbane. Her power is literally that she is kind of a werewolf, um, but it's a mutant power. So, she kind of wolfs out and becomes um, super strong, very violent, very visceral, very Wolverine um, in a sense, but uh, I get hairier, I guess would be the easiest way to describe it. Like she literally turns into like almost like a wolf person. Uh, and so those were the five that kind of came to, came to mind. I think they're all dare to dreams uh, at this point, but I don't know. Those are those, that's what I got. A little bit of array of powers. The you know bottom three are a little bit more of the ass kicking type without sort of the the superpower sort of deals um, in the in the traditional sense of like energy manipulation and stuff like that. So that's what I got. So I based on simple artist renderings that I found, it's for me it's either Rachel Summers or Cynthia Schmidt. And I, yep. I'm, I'm all in on Cynthia Schmidt at this point and, and just think that is that seems so, perfect to me. I will I will also give credit to one Dave Ungar who assisted me with the Cynthia Schmidt suggestion. Good for Dave. Credit Stop where credit is due. Talking yeah. so much on I, bandwagon nerds. I was going to say, is, isn't, isn't there – because this is also – Nah, I guess in in the the rumors, um, doesn't include any of the Marvel concepts that are coming to Disney Plus, right? Because isn't that where is it specifically so, saying that she's going to be in a March Marvel feature film, or is it going like is it possible that she well, could be on? So, one so of this the is all based on, on uh, it's all Disney based Plus. on a tweet. That's the thing is it's all based on a tweet from some guy. Literally, like I was like, this guy put this tweet. And I'm like, who? Um, and all he says is, she's also in a certain upcoming Marvel movie. So that does make it. it I mean, that implies that they know that it's going to be a film, uh, and not and not one of the Disney Plus series. Because Sin honestly would be great for the Winter Soldier, uh, the Captain America and Winter Soldier uh, series for Disney Plus if they wanted to go that way. It's a rare misdoubt for you, isn't it? Falcon and the Winter Soldier? No, Falcon is Captain America. Right, but isn't the show called Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Same difference. He's Captain America. Fuck off. Just, just You're right. Name is. I know. And I'm just really proud because I, I would never know something like that. So I'm, I'm, that's why I'm super excited. So That's good, man. So so there we go. So lots of different options for old Becky Lynch to see uh, 
see what she might do. I think there's something there. I know it's just based off of a tweet. Um, I think there's something there, though, and I think she's got that potential, that star potential, and could definitely, uh, definitely make something of it. So very, very good. Short topic that I want to jump into right now before we sell some T-shirts. Leo Rush put out a tweet saying he might never wrestle again. Of course, former cruiserweight, NXT Cruiserweight champion for a while was the uh, manager, so to speak, of Bobby Lashley. Somewhat annoying, but also somewhat effective in that role before becoming the NXT Cruiserweight champion. Spoke out against the company for a little bit, caused some problems, but got to come back in the NXT realm. Do some great things. Was released in the latest round of releases that, of course, took place a couple weeks ago. Um, one of the more surprising names. And now we don't know. He doesn't know if he's ever going to wrestle again. Um, he had hinted about an early retirement before. He does have some irons in the fire in the music industry. Uh, Patrick O'Dowd, what do you think about Leo Rush's claim that he might be done? I, I mean, if he might be done, he might be done. Good for him. Like, I have no problem with somebody walking away from any, any field when they feel they're done. Um, does done really mean done forever? Like, you know, that's the real, like, that's the real thing in wrestling. We know the answer is no. So, but you know, given where we are and the times that we're experiencing and the, the way that the roster shook out and what happened there, like step away, pursue a new interest. If, if, especially like you said, he's got some irons in the fire, like, See it out. See what happens, man. Because what have you got to lose? You got nothing to lose. You got everything to gain. So it's true. Nothing but respect. If that's what he wants to do, you go for it, man. Miranda, what do you think? I think she's muted. Is what I think. I think we can't hear Miranda. She froze for a second there while she was listening, and then she went full mute on us. Nope. Nothing. Not oh now she's actually muted. Now her microphone is actually muted. Now it's unmuted. And nothing. And yet nothing. not like we're not even getting the little green dots that show no. that you're speaking. Not at all. Nothing. This is old we're going old school Greg DeMarco show now, just Greg DeMarco and Patrick O'Dowd. Her name popped up again. Oh the thing. Try to talk. And yeah, somebody speak. <laughs> Somebody speak. No, 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 not uh, not working. Guess you better hang up so that you're good for the for the uh, for the Miranda show later when nothing goes wrong. That is well for like two two or three straight weeks she was frozen during the entire hashtag Miranda show. So really, we I could still hear her, but all I saw was like, and that was for like an hour. So yeah, she's she's looking down, which means she's probably texting me. I'm gonna hang up. Okay. This is, this is me covering the thumbs up on the screen, and she's mad at me. There's the finger. There it goes. Why is she, why is she flipping you off? You answered the text. She, she can hear There's us. No That's why. She can hear me. That's what she's saying. So. Well, I, I know she can hear us. Like I, watch, I watched her listen to us. I'm right. just saying, like, you're just doing the right thing, man. You're just... oh, that's a good one. I like that. Love it. There she is. She has returned. I have returned. uh, Yeah. um, I and and uh, you know had all this. So moving on to our next topic. Actually, really, did did, did, anything to add to the Leo Rush conversation? No, just that I I didn't put this. I'm dead. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Mm-mm. Come nope. on, tell us about nope. Leo Rush. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Dave, it's me, Dave. There's a part of though you need to because we we're we're making these little previews now of the shows. I need you to go back to last week's hashtag Miranda show and get the snippet of you going, Greg. It's me, Greg. Stop being an asshole. <laughs> like that was really funny. <laughs> That's, we got to find that. That was good shit. Uh, some good shit. Yeah, write it down. Write that down. Mark it down. All right. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Why don't you sell some t-shirts? Yeah. Fuck it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you are interested in a 
t-shirt uh, to support thechairshot.com. You can go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. There you can find over 25 different varieties of t-shirts, including different colors, different styles, different logos. And of course, you know me, I always got to promote the soft style t-shirt. But there you can get the OG chairshot shirt, the chairshot 316 shirt, chairshot worldwide, the unofficial official shirt of one Patrick O'Dowd, hashtag save tag team wrestling. And of course, the queen of soft style shirt herself, the queen of soft style shirt that you can go get at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. All t-shirts start at $19.99, but if you want to spend a few extra bucks to, you know, treat yourself, go ahead and do so. Because you know what? We don't know when we're going to be leaving our houses again. So you might as well live in something comfortable like a soft style t-shirt. Again, that is prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. So, I'll tease it right now. Hopefully, by this time next week, there'll be two new shirts available at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. I think you guys will be quite interested in those shirts. That's all I'm going to say. Two new shirts, quite interesting for, uh, for, for the people. So, that's all. Take the fish. That's all we'll say. So, we used to do a segment. I mean, we did it maybe twice. And, uh, did it ever have a song, Patrick O'Dowd? I feel like No One Gets Out Alive had us had, had music, but maybe it didn't. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember it having song. I don't think it I'd did have, have to have like. Song. I don't think it did because it wasn't something that we even came up with on purpose. At some point, no, like, we just, like we would just get really mad about. Yeah, like No One Gets Out like, Alive yeah. was was really just a way to. Um, I don't know. Get really mad and yell at people and and and. and oh, you needed a song to do that. No, no, this is like special. This is like more than normal. Yes. Oh. <laughs> this, is, this is this is like bandwagon nerds level. This is hour four of bandwagon nerds level. Right. What's this? It? Maybe I don't know. Johnny idiot face. All right, so let's just let's just dig in and see how this goes. Right, this is what we do on this show. We just dig in and see how it goes. Brian Myers slash Kurt Hawkins says he wants to go to AEW slash New Japan. In a recent interview with comicbook.com, here's what he had to say. I mean, obviously, I'd love to work for AEW. I haven't missed an episode. I've watched everything from day one. I have a ridiculous amount of friends involved in that company, so I'm always rooting for them. I'm rooting for what their impact on the business is as a whole. They've made it better for everybody. You, you got you got fired, dude. So I would never say never to anything. I've ever I've even enjoyed their no fan presentation a lot better than WWE. I think they're doing the best with that scenario. There's so much opportunity once the world starts to turn back. Yeah, actually, Zack Ryder and I have a group chat with Gallows and Anderson, and they were saying, man, it would be awesome if all four of us were in the tag league in the fall or something, and that would be a huge bucket list type scenario for sure. I mean, look, I I, I don't dislike Kurt Hawkins, but come on, dude, like, stop kissing their ass so hard, man, like, I really, I've watched everything they've done since day one, they do this much better than WWE, like, he's completely fangirling over AEW in an interview, like, like he he I'm he's probably sitting at his TV the first day that AEW aired in front of no fans at Daly's Place in Jacksonville saying thank you Cody with the same idiots who were ripping Triple H for the same thing they were thanking Cody for which Miranda and I argued about last week on her show so yeah I I just you know I was gonna save this for somebody else but it really also fits this idiot oh hey Mark I mean come on dude like. Like, have some pride, man. Like, he's just literally basically groveling and begging for a job. With a yeah. company where Cody already said they can't hire all these people. True. But he's, uh, I mean, he's he's Kurt, Kurt Hawkins. Sorry, not that he's, right. he's so prevalent, Patrick O'Dowd, you can't even remember his name. I mean, I, he, he almost sucks as much as Baron Corbin. I like him better than Baron Corbin. I'm not going that far. I said, oh, I said almost. I said, That's true. I say, you know. Well, I put him a, a several notches above Re- Baron Corbin. Remember when he had that gimmick where it was just he, he carried a cane to the ring? <laughs> like I remember that. Like he just had a cane, and nobody like, why do you have a cane now? I have a cane, man. Because like, I have a cane. Like, like nobody knew he wasn't a wizard. 
Like what? Like dude, like we don't know what he was doing. <laughs> he just he had a cane now. He didn't even hit people with it. At least hit people with the cane. If you're gonna bring it to the ring, hit people with it. My favorite part is where he just talks about you know the the, the they've made the business better for everybody, including the 26 people now 30 people who lost their jobs in WWE. So obviously, yeah, the business is running strong thanks to AEW. It can survive anything except the global pandemic. Miranda, you want to chime in? I feel like you're going to be the nice one in this. We can't hear you anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Patrick play, is celebrating. Play, play the answer, it doesn't matter what you think. And I love you, Greg. That's right. You go. It doesn't matter what She gone. She dropped off again. She this gone. is fantastic, man. This is so good. Oh, that was perfect. Dr. Marco, I need you. I can't live without you. I want you right now. Coming back in to Adam Cole, baby, if she ever actually connects. There we go. There's Miranda. Um, I was going to say that since they're uh, AEW so enthralled with old WCW gimmicks, he should uh, come back as as eyes. I mean, that's what Patrick was saying, right? He didn't do anything with the cane. Uh, just, Is he going to do just... something with the cane if he comes back as eyes? I mean, hey, it's it's worth a shot. It's it's way more entertaining than what, what he was doing with the cane before. Which is Nothing. nothing. I mean, Which was nothing. So, I mean, hey, that. I'm just trying to help him, you know? Uh, because well, I feel, I feel he needs like the help. For that gimmick, like, he went to, like, a steampunk cosplay <laughs> convention, was like, I look so cool, guys. Oh, it's like ring. It's like he went to the steampunk cosplay convention. Becky Lynch bought glasses, and he bought everything else, basically is what right. happened. Right. So, <laughs> Check out my cool one's, one's about to be in movies, and the other one is begging for a job with AEW. Yes. Saying, It'd be really cool Becky if me Lynch and Zack Ryder could go work the tag league in New Japan, because don't they strike you as a team that would seriously get over in New Japan? Like, uh, like, who are they going to wrestle? I, I, Yoshihashi and, and Toru Yanu? Like, like, that might be a win for them? <sighs> I feel like he's trying to be genuine. I think he there is a part of him that genuinely does feel that connection with AEW and would love to go to, to Japan. Um, but Stop. is that fit? Do you understand possible? the purpose of this segment, Miranda, is to, to destroy I'm, these people? Yeah, you can't be nice. Like, it's not a nice, nice segment. Like, like, here's my take on the whole New Japan thing. I bet you there was a chat with Gallows and Anderson, and they were like, "Uh huh, yeah, uh-huh. sure, yep, totally." We need to go man. listen. We need to go we listen to their totally good brother. Go to Japan. We need to go listen to their good brother podcast and hear some kind of inside joke they make against Brian Myers, where they talk about action figures or something. Who knows? Right. Those guys are not <laughs> those guys. So his buddy, his best friend Zach Ryder, was also recently interviewed and talked about the Internet Championship. Let's see what Zack Ryder had to say about the Internet Championship. So I was presenting it to someone to, you know, get it approved, get approval to wear it on television. I was denied and told that I'm a mark for myself, which is not true. But like I said, I didn't actually think I was the Million Dollar Champion or the Internet Champion. I explained, it's just like the Million Dollar Championship, right? It's an accessory. It's cool because with a gimmick, and you could have sold these things. You could have made a killing selling these things. The foam, the replicas, but that did not happen. I never wore that on WWE programming, but it's in the video game. There's a t-shirt with it and my action figure, but I never wore it on TV. I think there was some money lost, a lot of money lost, especially at that time. Like I said, replicas of the foam stuff they sell at the events, like the merchandise stuff, or even, you know, Mattel, you know, toy belts, but whatever. It's definitely my most prized possession. Oh, hey, Mark. Oh, hey, Mark. Oh, 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 hey, Mark. Dude, like, Zack Ryder, Patrick... He is fighting low key for the biggest self mark in the wrestling business right now. Like, like just just list, just reading this just makes me cringe. Like, I wrote an article like three years ago that was like, "Why does everyone think Zack Ryder is so amazing?" And I don't dislike Zack Ryder. I just don't see the value in Zack Ryder. And, and of course, he's the main one that Cody was like, you know, I can't hire all my friends, which is Cody just trying to be nice. Like, I just, dude. Okay, so here's the thing. Zack Ryder, I want to talk about the whole Z Long Island story YouTube show that he had taken away from him by WWE when it was pulling in millions of views on views on YouTube or whatever. I don't believe for a second 
that WWE had nothing to do with that YouTube show. I really don't. All right. If if you believe that WWE had nothing to do with Zack Ryder's Z Long Island story, then you also believe that Daniel the fans got Daniel Bryan the main event at WrestleMania 30. You also believe that Bret Hart had no idea that he was going to be screwed at the Montreal screw job, and you also believe that no one knew Medusa was going to throw the WWF Women's Championship in the trash can during Nitro. Like these things just don't don't just happen, and and there's a reason why they they did that. They took that away. They, they were making money off of it. The thing ran its course. And here's the other thing: if it was so great, if it was so successful, why isn't he doing these things now? I feel attacked. Just just wanted to throw that out there. I feel very attacked by all of the series. Why, why do you feel attacked? Uh, Zach Ryder's the one who should feel attacked. <laughs> like... No, I. I, I agree with Greg's analysis as far as the hoopla around Zack Ryder. You, I never you quite believe in the Montreal screwdrop. I, I get it. No, no. That's the thing. As I, I feel attacked because he was, I feel like he was pinpointing all the things that I believe as a wrestling fan. I'm sorry. Either. But I, 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 I targeted. But I do agree that I never, I never really quite understood the hoopla uh, about Zack Ryder. And I thought it was because I was not as a, as an engaged fan in that time, but even through time and learning about the whole process, it just, it just was never interesting to, to me that story and what, and what he was doing. And um, I do see it as a way that he was really trying to self promote. You know um, I get this. I'm not really good at this whole segment. So you're going to have to help me out. Like what other things? So, so, Insult him. I'm not good at this. Well, I mean, basically, you, you really just got to look at what he said and, and then openly mock how that's just such a stupid thing to say. Right. Like, like, that's really all there is to this. Like, this idea that nobody, like, that everybody the WWE was like, no to the internet championship and was leaving money on the table left and right. Like, I, I mean, I'm not buying that belt. Like, are you buying that belt? Oh, is, I don't is, that is, so, so who's buying that belt? Because my my kid doesn't want like that'd be like me getting my kid the like the twenty four seven title and being like, here you go, world championship. Like that's not the replica they want. That's not what they care about. The only the only um, non world title replica belt that anybody wants is the intercontinental title belt. We all know that. That is like, a fact. That is yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, we all know that. Um. Like, like he makes this sound like he was going to be this huge money draw for the company that was going to just give them hand over fist cash and that everybody was going to dig this internet personality. And that's not to say that it wasn't a good idea and didn't have some level of success, but I'm, I'm with Greg. You work for this giant company. You're just doing this shit all rogue on your own and they don't know anything about it. And they're not pushing it. Like you, you want us to believe that is I'll, I'll return that you, you can have that back. Here's my receipt. Well, he bought it Is himself it like, anyway, so it doesn't matter. I was, I was going to say, it could be like, you know, when they make merchandise for the Super Bowl um, for both teams. And, of course, only one team wins. And then, you know, the losing team stuff, like, gets sent halfway Kids. around the world. See, yeah. there you, know? you go. Kids in South Africa have foam internet wrestling championship belts. Now you understand. Except they never got made because <laughs> Zack Ryder was being held down by the man. Getting made, that's where they would have gone. They wouldn't have even gone to the U.S. kids. They would have gone no, there he, where... He, he was sewing them in his basement, Greg. Yes, he was. No, he ordered he a Wildcat belt, trust me, because I've interviewed the Wildcat belt guy before, and and he talked about the Internet Championship even back then. Ugh, the whole thing is stupid. Like, Zack Ryder... He'll get it. I don't understand. Zack Ryder should work the indies. Like, he'll he's the guy that could make a killing on the indies, and, and there's no reason why why he shouldn't do that, in my opinion. So, moving on. This is going to be a tough one. This is this one hits home for me, but you know, it's I, I gotta I gotta be authentic. I gotta be real. The revival, now known as the Revolt, will speak for the first time since their WWE exit on Talk Is Jericho this week. Okay, it was cool when Dean Ambrose did it. It was cool when Matt Hardy did it. But now it's becoming formulaic. And as much as I love, you know, Dash and Dawson, as much as I love, uh, what is it, Dax and Cash, which I love the fact that it's an homage to Axe and Smash. Like, I think it's great that they did that and all that. But, like, 
And and look, I think they should go to AEW. I think they're a good fit in AEW. But now you're doing Jericho show like this is literally the path that you take when you leave WWE and you go to AEW. And I almost don't want to listen to the interview because it's going to be the same old shit that everyone talks about on the Jericho show after they leave WWE. They held us back. They want us to do comedy. They did this. They wouldn't let us talk. They scripted our promos. They ruined our characters. Like, it's, I just gave you the whole interview. There's no reason to listen to it whatsoever. I'm sorry, Chris Jericho, that I just told people not to listen to your podcast. But hey, you know what? There's only one guy I want to hear on Chris Jericho's podcast. There's one guy I want to see in AEW. There's one guy I want to see take on the world... And that's because today might be Cinco de Mayo, and today might be Revenge of the Fifth, but it's also goddamn Rusev Day. Take the fish. That's who I want to see all over the place, and none of these guys are Rusev. So I love the revival. They're the inspiration behind the Save Tag Team Wrestling t-shirt. But they've jumped the shark with this one. I'm sorry. Sorry, Revival. Love you guys, but no. Well, they've jumped the shark with you. I'm not going to listen to this interview either, but you know that this is going to be like this lightning rod thing oh, that I gets know. lifted up by your favorite oh, audience God. about see, see what the WWE did to them. Fuck, it's all over again, man. It's the same thing all like, over again. It's like, this vicious like if, cycle. If, well, I mean, and you think about it, like if I hear one more bitch or one more, you know, picture on my Facebook page or on my Twitter page of the proposed costume changes, <laughs> For the like that looked like of all, that looked like my eleven year old daughter drew him like and she's a really good artist but I was, still I was about to say my eight year old son who isn't a good artist <laughs> was like look party hats <laughs> I feel like the revival drew them themselves and gave them to Sean Ross Sapp because they were his informants for the longest time sorry did I say that out loud my bad but it, whatever truth hurts but you know it, it is what it is but yeah it's just. Oh my goodness! All right, you know what? Time time is of the essence. Scott Hall getting canceled. Scott Hall gone from Twitter after telling Session Marth Martina, Session Moth Martina, you need a personality transplant, you dumb bitch. And of course, the entire internet is rallying against Scott Hall. And I have but one question about the entire internet rallying against Scott Hall for what he said to Seth and Marth, Session Moth Martina can't even say it, and I think she's very talented. What would people do if the exact same phrase was said by MJF? Oh, they'd love it. Absolutely, they'd love it. Yeah, I mean, fuck Scott Hall. That's not that's not fucking cool, but I... Why is it cool if, if, if MJF does it? No, I'm not saying. The, the statement itself is not fucking cool. I would be mad at MJF, too. I don't give a shit. You don't, you know, that that's some fucked up things to, to say to anybody. Um, I probably his history doesn't help either too. You know I mean? He, he doesn't help himself, but yeah, I, I see your point as far as, you know, if MJF said something like that, you know, t-shirt sales would go up, which is a fucked up thing. Like that's, you know, I understand living the gimmick, you know, don't, but here's the thing. And this is what I think is really interesting about this whole thing. Cause Scott Hall got canceled over this. Just because I don't think he recognized that the tweet at him was a kayfabe tweet from from Session Mom Martino. Like if you, I like he was responding was. to something that she said, and what's that? I think he actually did offer her a boo job. Oh, maybe he did. I don't know. And I actually uh, think I, from, from, I saw something that said she might actually be mad that he didn't go through with it. So <laughs> maybe, maybe that, no. So, if you're gonna have hey, the offer, yo. you better you better have the money to pay up. Who's the dumbest now? I don't know. I guess I guess every single fan who's overreacting. I'm, I'm not as close to the to the circle of this little web of whatever is going on between Scott Hall and Session Bob and, and, uh, and she's a great follow on Twitter. Like I'm not gonna lie. She I, is. Yeah, I mean, she's fantastic. I, I enjoy her like, tweet. She's she's hilarious and she's funny and you know i i get even if you know this was supposed to be perceived as you know uh, uh a work but you just you know i think you get you we get so carried you just you just get carried away by talking like this and there's definitely at, like you just don't call you know people dumb bitches like it just not in this context i guess 
I agree. Hey, you're you're talking to the guy who got in a big fight with Greg over the women's Money in the Bank ladder match when it first hit. Like Greg and I had a lengthy show where the majority of the conversation, oh yeah, was, was Greg called me a big pussy because I hated how the inaugural Money in the Bank ladder match went for my girl Carmella. Um, but anyway, no, I just. The cancel culture thing that goes on with with Twitter and with the internet and and that whole fit in general is is fascinating to me because it's so easy to, to do, mm-hmm. like and that's the thing that's that's crazy is it's so easy to do and we don't know like I was I was looking into this like it could be very well that Scott Hall just pulled his account away for thirty days like he may not have been pulled off like he may not have been yeah we don't even Twitter know if it's really suspended like uh, right like we have no idea what happened there but. You know, and, and, and this is the keyboard warrior thing, and the, and this particular population, uh, it's it's crazy, it's fascinating, and it, you know that's as wrong as the statement that was made. You know what, Patrick O'Dowd? Maybe the reports that his Twitter account was suspended is just internet wrestling bullshit. Agencies it around the be. world are receiving breaking news that CM Punk has sneezed while at a hockey game, which clearly indicates he has signed a new contract with WWE. He then confirmed his return by tweeting something completely unrelated to wrestling. Backstage sources believe he'll come back at SummerSlam, but plans may change. Patrick, this is Leanne Marie, and I just wanted to say that I love Patrick O'Dell. Oh, oh no, the snow! Bullshit, 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 bullshit! The wrestling realist Patrick O'Dell, bullshit internet report of the week. All right, Patrick, take it away. I mean, I didn't even know I was doing this today. So the, this first article comes to us from our good friends at Wrestling Inc. Uh, and this was just me getting a laugh and emailing this. Or I think I messaged it to Greg on like Saturday or Sunday. But the uh, the headline was WWE edits Roman Reigns out of WrestleMania replay on Raw. Uh, Reigns was left out of WrestleMania thirty out of a, out of the Wrestle Thirty One replay just a few days after he was also left out of a video package on WWE superstars granting Make a Wishes. Just a month ago, Reigns likely would have had more scenes than any other superstar, if not more. There's no official word yet on why WWE doesn't want to mention Reigns right now or when he will be back in action. It's been speculated that it could be several months before we see the big dog again, depending on what happens with the COVID-19 outbreak. So I I actually uh, I love the tinfoil hat that goes with this because this is like get Miranda's conspiracy music going with, with this. Cause I saw somebody on, on the Twitter had a video of said package of Seth Rollins doing his big cash in. And they showed Seth Rollins running down the ramp. They saw, they showed him curb stomping Brock. And then they showed him like raising his arms up in victory. And this guy's like, where was Roman? Now you can clearly see Roman lying on the ground in the background. <laughs> and Greg, can you refresh my memory of that moment? How many moves were put on Roman Reigns to get the pinfall? Um, one, and it was by Brock Lesnar. It was an F five. Thank you. So, so Seth Rollins didn't. No. Like other than that, thank you pin, which you don't need to see. Like they do this all the time, where they show somebody I doing know. a move, then they the way to black one, two, three, and they show the victory pose. People really want this to be true so bad that this is catching fire. This is wrestling people, news. Like, people because want it that to was be the true. thing. Is, this isn't the article I sent you. The one I sent you is that he has mega heat. Yeah, because of, of him wanting to be away. And I was like, this is hilarious. This is so yes. funny. But that a guy who survived leukemia and has very legitimate reasons for not wanting to work right now. Because he doesn't want to get sick and possibly die. Seems terrible. I can't help it though. Now this leads me to a conspiracy theory about this. Oh no, you don't get to. This is internet bullshit. So this (laughs) is all a lie. You don't get to be an enabler in this segment. That's not your role here. Your role is kind of bullshit. (laughs) Then we pile bullshit on bullshit. 
the WWE is planting these stories because they know that Roman's going to get sympathy because if that they like if the, if the fans realize that he's being buried by WWE, he's going to get this momentum back. And then when they first have these big, you know, arena shows uh, again, he's going to get cheered and, you know, everything will be satisfied. He's already getting cheered back. Like the, the whole boo uh, thing. Is, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you hear what you want to hear. See, no, that's when you're I, a conspiracy theorist. I, you hear what you want to hear. He's not no. getting booed out of the building anymore. No, I'm saying he's getting booed, but he's not getting the reception that they they would love for him to have. So I think he is getting I, the reception I, they would love for him to have. He, like, like the reception he gets is is money for them. Like, it's amazing. Okay, I right. want to read you a different wrestling bullshit. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.